So recently, Uganda has passed their anti-LGBT law. Now, Uganda is a East African country, and they have a right to pass any law they feel they need to pass. If a person does not agree with their laws, then they don't need to go to that particular country, just like America. America has certain laws. If a person don't like the laws in America, then they don't really need to come here because those laws will be enforced. Well, the issue that we have here is that this whole response that you're seeing about Uganda right now is on some anti-black racism and white supremacy, trying to control and tell African nations what to do. Now in the particular bill, uh, the star uh, out of Kenya, which I interviewed with them while I was in Kenya, let's just do some highlights of this particular bill. As you can see, what was signed into law on May 29th, 2023, that a person convicted of aggravated, you know, homosexuality is a death person commits the offense of homosexuality, 20 years person convicted of promotion of homosexuality, 20 years person recruiting children into homosexuality, 20 years person who committed the attempted aggravated homosexuality, 14 years person who had been convicted of attempted homosexuality, 10 years as a, the owner as say of the, the premises that promote homosexuality, 10 years, a child found guilty of homosexuality, uh, that would be uh, three years and media houses that publish materials that promote homosexuality, a fine of 1 billion um, and uh, their license revoked for 10 years. Uh, that is the highlights of the actual bill. Now the West, the West has just lost their freaking mind, right? So Uganda had condemned the Western response to the uh, new anti LGBTQ law, which is supported by, overwhelmingly 98% of the people in Uganda. Um, and they said considered, you know, now they're saying their laws is just considered some of the harshest in the world. And we're going to teach you today that that is a freaking lie. It is complete lie and fabrication. All you got to do is do a little research. And we did some of that for you. Uh, this, they continue to say it and sanctions, they're threatening sanctions um, on Uganda. Uh, and they said the lawmakers there say they, Look at that as blackmail. Now the law signed by president Museveni carries, you know, as we talked about earlier, even if you're passing it, you know, you're laying down with people uh, having uh, HIV. They also uh, going to get at you. Now they say it's enactment announced on Monday. They say it drew immediate rebukes from Western governments and puts in jeopardy some of the billions of dollars in foreign aid. The country receives every year. Now Biden threatened aid cuts and other sanctions while secretary of state, Anthony Blinken has said the government would consider visa restrictions against Ugandan officials. Now the EU uh, foreign policy chief, uh, Joseph Borrell said the law would impact Uganda's ties with international partners. Let's say in the Ugandan government's first detailed comments since the 70 signed the law information minister, Chris uh, Barrow Munsi uh, rejected the condemnation. Uh, he continued to say, we do not consider um, LGBT as a constitutional right. He says that it is just a sexual deviation, which we do not promote as Ugandans and Africans is what he told um, Reuters. He said, while we appreciate the support we get from partners, they must be reminded that we are a sovereign nation and say, and we do not legislate for the Western world. We legislate for our own people here in Uganda. So that kind of blackmail is not acceptable. 
Uh, they said Ugandan activists and lawyers filed a lawsuit on Monday against the law. They said it encourages discrimination and stigmatization. It said and alleged it was passed without meaningful public participation. In an interview, they said UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, uh, Volker Turk, told Reuters he expects the courts to agree. He said, I hope that the judiciary is going to look into it. And I can tell you if they looking at human rights law, they will find it in violation. He said that he described the law as devastating. He, said he did not elaborate on which aspect of the constitution had been violated. He asked about alleged breaches of international law. It says spokesperson later said a whole range. And they said these included rights to equality, non-discrimination and to life. Now I say France, um, Total Energies, they say, which is developing 3.5 billion oil pipeline between Uganda and Tanzania, uh, said that their CEO had expressed the company's views on the bill to Museveni before he signed it. They say respect for others is a core value, they say, at Total Energies. In other words, which I come from the petro petrochemical industry, they're going to put that pipeline down. They don't care nothing about this. But since the Western world want to get upset and lay sanctions on Uganda, fine. Let's go and look at another country that has the same laws or even harsher laws uh, than what even Uganda is saying. Let's go ahead and roll that. Brothers and sisters, what you're looking at is a summary of the laws in Saudi Arabia by the humandignitytrust.org. And let's go through this because since they want to talk about sanctions on Uganda, let's see if they, once we go through this information, they should be offering sanctions on Saudi Arabia, right? Oh, they should have been doing it, but, but let's go. So summary, they say same sex sexual activity is prohibited under Sharia law under which all sex outside of marriage includes same sex sexual activity is criminalized. The maximum maximum penalty under the law is the death penalty. The exact same thing Uganda said, Oh my God, Uganda, uh, that is uh, insane. Look at what they're doing. And yet the Saudis have been doing this mess. And nobody said a word. You see how white supremacists and, and racist these people are. It said both men and women are criminalized underneath this law. It said, in addition to potentially being captured by laws of criminalized same-sex activity, trans people may face prosecution for failing to adhere to strict dress codes imposing by Sharia law. The provision has its origins in Islamic law with Saudi Arabia operating under the unified criminal code based upon Sharia principles. They say this is substantial evidence of the law being enforced in recent years with LGBT people being frequently subject to arrest. He said some of those arrests have been executed by authorities due to the opacity. It says Saudi Arabia law enforcement. It is not possible to provide accurate estimates of number of arrests, prosecutions and executions. They have been a consistent report of discrimination and violence being committed against LGBT people in recent years, including murder, assault, harassment, and the denial of basic rights and services, societal stigma, and the absence of LGBT organizations limits reporting of discrimination. So let, let's, let's go down here. Let's, let's look at some of this. Okay. Now they said in 2016, you see here, they objected to the UN human rights council resolution to condemn the use of torture by law enforcement as the objection based on the fact that the resolution referenced a report by a special rapporteur of, on torture it said, which included 65 references of sexual orientation, which Saudi Arabia claimed was being used to promote issues beyond the eradication of torture. Okay, so you know what Sharia law is. All right, so in 2020, and we're going to walk this down. It's the United States State Department. 
as a report found that although the death penalty is a possibility for same sex sex activity, prosecutors did not seek to impose the punishment during that year. It's in April, Yemeni blogger living in Saudi Arabia was arrested for advocating uh, for equality for LGBT people. They say in July, he was sentenced to 10 months in prison and a fine followed by deportation under public indecency laws. Okay. You, you see that in 2019, 37 people was executed. As the reports suggest, five of those were executed for same-sex activity. They say all in October of that year, it's reported that a gay social media user had been arrested for posting a picture of himself in shorts at the beach online. Yet the United States says nothing about Saudi Arabia. They say 2018, they say in July, I'm sorry, January, police arrested several young men. They allege appeared in a gay wedding scene on video. It is not known under what law they were arrested whether or whether they were prosecuted. Hmm. But the United States said nothing. As they according to uh, the Human Rights Watch World Report, judges use principles of unified, I'm sorry, and codified uh, Islamic law to sanction people suspected of committing sexual relations outside of marriage, including homosexual sex. They say if individuals are engaged in such relationships online, it said judges and prosecutors utilize vague provisions in the country's anti-cybercrime law that criminalizes online activity. It say in pinging, it say on public order, religious values, public morals, and privacy. Okay. In 2016, it said Saudi-based news outlet. Uh, it said that 35 cases have been brought against gay men for obscene behavior. It said in the previous six months, as well as a number for cross-dressing. Okay. Uh, 2014, uh, they said that. 35 people was arrested for uh, attending a gay party. Um, they say it was reported uh, in July that a gay man who allegedly tried to arrange a date via Twitter was sentenced to 450 lashes and 300, I'm sorry, and 300, uh, three years imprisonment. Well, the lashes like Umar are we talking about, right? Uh, they say in 2012, there's a 260 was arrested. There was same sex activity in one year, highlighting the likelihood of underreporting in international media due to a difficulty in assessing accurate data. And we can just keep going on and on and on, you know, discrimination and violence. Um, they, they get at them, but also at the bottom here, Oman is another country uh, that has those laws. Yemen is another country to have those laws and the UAE United Arab Emirates have the same laws. So I'm like Dubai, you know, everybody going to Dubai where they have those same laws and the United States said nothing. So you saw on there, Saudi Arabia, why isn't Saudi Arabia sanctioned for their anti-LGBT laws? They will put people to death behind LGBT. If you are suspected of even looking like you LGBT, you getting arrested. Or you may get some lashes. If you the, the one guy was wearing shorts on a beach and he got arrested, where is the UN crying about? Saudi Arabia. Where is the sanctions, Biden? Where's the sanctions? Since we're going to defend LGBT, no problem. Let's defend them. Put sanctions on Saudi Arabia. Go ahead. But you're not going to do it. You knew they had these anti-LGBT laws. You knew the whole time. And you said nothing. You turned your head the other way. Oman. Same laws, Yemen, same laws, UAE, same laws. The, the whole, whole Arab world usually have the same laws and the United States and, and, and the West, the rest of them said nothing. 
This is why this response is anti-black and white supremacist in response. Because if they truly felt that way about LGBT, they would have got day behind our hand sanctioned every one of those Arab nations that do this, the same thing that this law is talking about to LGBT people. When you don't have the information, this is how the white supremacists through the media get you going and have you uh, running around and not even looking at fully what they're doing. See Saudi Arabia, that's one of their trading partners for oil. Saudi Arabia is one of the major OPEC countries. So because they get oil, and everything else from Saudi Arabia, well, we could, we could turn away. We don't, we don't see what you're doing over here. We don't see it. As long as you give us all, we ain't gonna pay attention. But when a black country say, Hey, wait a minute, this is what we're going to put for our culture. Oh, hell no. Hell no sanctions. Do you see how wicked these people are? The white supremacists and who leading the charge? The Democrats, they leading the charge. And this is the party that you black folks go run and vote for at 87%. See, ever since Biden been in office, I've been following this. Ever since he's been in office, he has been waging war on the African continent. When he first got in, he tried to destabilize Ethiopia. That's what he tried to do. Then dropping bombs in Djibouti. Did y'all know that? That's they were dropping bombs over there. Then they 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 starting mess with South Africa. Having they they starting a bunch of mess. And then now Uganda and Biden didn't let up the sanctions on Zimbabwe. They, they put the sanctions on Zimbabwe all the way back when Robert Mugabe was alive for, for taking land that belonged to black folk in Zimbabwe away from 4,000 white people there, taking that land away and giving it back to the people where it belonged to the black people of Zimbabwe. And they have been sanctioned ever since crippling the economy ever since because how dare they take land away and give it to the people that it belonged to for years. Robert Mugabe was asking him, Hey, look, pay, give the people money for the land, but we're going to take that land. The UK and all of them say, no, we're not giving them no money. We're not giving them nothing. They have to keep it. So you say, okay, well, if you're not going to pay for it, we're just going to take it. And that's what they did. These people, they want to go into the African continent and do whatever the hell they want to do. See, they can't go to Saudi Arabia being pedophiles, but they'll go to the African continent and do that all day long. See, when African countries take a stand and say, you're not going to do certain things, how dare you say that? We're supposed to go to the African continent and do whatever we want to do and get away with it. I had just watched a sister last night and I think I covered some of her videos um, on my African diaspora channel, African sister. And she said at six years old, one of those evil white supremacists fondled her and said that he was looking for diamonds at six years old, six. And she said after that, she hated them people. That's what that sister said. And that's just, one story of many. 
If, 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 if I was to go to the African continent and try to start getting those stories about all of the, the, the deviant things they do and the evil that they do over there, and maybe I should do that. Maybe I should say, hey, I want all the stories. Bring them to me. Because we need to know exactly what these people are doing in that country or whatever countries they're going to. And let Africans and the rest of the world know, hey, you better be watching them when they come into your country. You better. But this white supremacist response, but no response to all these Arab countries who are executing people for being LGBT. I told y'all these people are not righteous at all. They agree with anything that's going to make them a dollar. So don't think they sit up here talking about human rights because they look even in China, China has human rights issues going on, but nobody's sanctioning China. They start, they're not doing business Aren't they doing business with China every day. But when it comes to the black man and black woman saying what's going to happen in their country. Oh no, 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 no. We're going to punish you. You don't say what happens in, in this country. That's like colonialism all over again. The white supremacist telling you what to do in your own country. Well, we're going to give you, we're going to take away the aid. You know, Mazzebony has said, take it away. He said, we'll be fine. Trust me, take it away. And the Chinese will be like Birdman with that. Like, oh, ho, ho, here we come. We about to go in on in there and just, and the Chinese are already in Uganda anyway, because they built the airport and a couple other things that they've done. So they're already over there. My thing is the white supremacist. If you're going to defend LGBT, defend it all away. Because what happened to that journalist during the uh, world cup that decided to go over, uh, was it the UAE with, with a prize shirt on? Well, why y'all, why y'all didn't uh, sanction the UAE for that? See, when y'all need these people, you turn away. You don't say nothing. But when it comes to black people, oh, we're going to sanction you. Now, these so-called sanctions should be, should, it, it, to me, is criminal. And you put the sanctions on people because you want to, because they don't do what you say. Who are you? These are sovereign nations. They have their own parliament, their own presidents. They have a, a population. If the population feel that's what is conducive for Ugandan society and African society, that's what they're going to do. You just don't go to that country. I'm not going to go to a country that's hostile to Americans. I'm not going to go to a country that's hostile toward black people. If they, if I hear that, I'm not going. It's so many different countries I can go visit or whatever. And I'm fine. And once again, Western world, you have it in your, your countries. Okay. Nobody. So why don't you say this? Why don't you tell all European nations, especially you, cause you're closer. Well, tell all the people in Uganda who's LGBT to go to your country. Tell them to go over there. You open up Brussels and anything else. Tell them to go over there. That's one thing you're not saying. You're not telling them come over here. This is a refuge for you can file asylum over here. Why aren't you saying that? Cause you don't want, you don't even want those Ugandans who are LGBT in your country. Cause you're not once have you said, we're going to open up the country and Hey, you can come over here or just apply for asylum because of that law. You don't say that to even the Arabs who are LGBT, that they can apply for asylum in your country because of their laws. That's what Sharia law. You say nothing. So all this fake outrage that you have in Uganda, you can miss me with that. People have a right to put whatever laws they want to put on the books. 
whether we agree with it or not. There's a lot of laws in the United States I don't agree with. I don't agree with squatter laws that somebody can just go in your house and, and squat in your house and they can legally be there and you can't get him out of there except through the courts. That's wrong. That should be off the books. So many different laws is in this country that should not even be on the books. But yeah, nobody's coming over here. Uganda is coming over here and telling you nothing about your laws here. The response from the Democrats and, and even Ted Cruz, I was shocked to even hear that. Ted Cruz even got involved with that. Being a Republican, very loud about it. But once again, Ted Cruz said nothing about Saudi Arabia, Oman, Yemen, the United Arab Emirates, I know other countries. So this response is a complete racist, white supremacist response, punishing a black country for doing whatever they, they choose to do in their country. If you were serious, you'll open up asylum for those people, European uh, countries, because you're right there next to Uganda. But you won't do that because you don't want them black people in your country. So you don't care about LGBT. Stop. You're trying to figure out a way to get into Uganda to try to steal their resources. And this is one of your ways you're going to try to do it. It's just that simple. Now, if I was Uganda, if I was the leader of Uganda, if I was President Museveni, I'd come out and say, if you put sanctions on my country, I'm telling you right now, any country that, that sanctions us, you're banned from Uganda. You're not coming in here. Now, would I be like, man, I, I, I wish I could go to Uganda, but we banned. I, I, you know what? I deal with it. You know why? Because I'd rather Uganda don't be bullied by nobody than bowing down to white supremacy. Because you remember there was a story that I covered about Nigeria. Nigeria um, had banned the UK because they said they was banning them for coming over there. And when they banned them, it wasn't even 48 hours. The UK rescinded that ban real quick because they wouldn't expect Nigeria to say, okay, you banning us. We banning you. You can't come over here. Don't come. So trust me, Uganda, if they put a sanction on you, ban them. Say whatever country doing it, you're banned out of Uganda. Trust me that those sanctions won't last long. It won't last because they got to get access to, to Uganda because of the resources that's in that country. So when you have resources, you actually have the upper hand. You don't have to bow down to these people, but these people don't care about LGBT people. They don't, they don't. They only care about them when the person that's black say what's going to happen in regards to that. And that's usually how white supremacy go. And y'all in, in, in Uganda that may see this video, understand this is white supremacy at work. White supremacy completely. These people hate us. They hate all of us who are black or African descent or whatever words you want to use. They hate us all. And, th and this is more evident to prove that. Look at how they've been treating the black American forever. Just look at our history. We have Google now. We have AI. We have all kinds of things now. You could research what these people have done to us here in America. You can research what they've done to people in Latin America. You can do research what they've done right there in your own homeland or in the continent. Do your research about what they've done during colonization. It is no different than what it was then. They started trying to control you. And it's time for the African continent to stand up 
and say, hell no. The, them days of you controlling us or threatening us, them days are done. We are a sovereign nation and we're going to act like one. But this is the Democrats, ladies and gentlemen, pushing this too. This, this is the Democrat organization and party that a lot of you vote for. So, you know, those of you who vote 87%, I mean, is that what you want to vote for next time? Uh, a, a party that's trying to harm black people. They harming us here in America by not doing nothing for us. See, you see how that pattern works. They're harming black people over in the African continent. Remember when Jamaica was talking about putting in a, a LGBT law? What did Biden and them do? They put an LGBT flag on the top of the U.S. embassy to antagonize Jamaicans. And then in this country, they do nothing for us at all. They have contempt for us in this country. Have, haven't y'all realized how anti-black this administration is? Haven't you seen it? This is why I do international uh, news reporting, especially on the African diaspora, because I want you to see how white supremacy is global and how they constantly trying to attack black folk all over the world. And, and, and how could you sit here and talk about you're going to go vote for that man again? This is the party you want to vote for again. It, it, for it was 90% or something, 87%. What, what, what percentage you want to vote for? That's why I say you, you participate in even the oppression of other black people, but you go run and vote for them people. And you always give an excuse for it. Why, why you want to vote for them? And a lot of you always talking about you Christians. What kind of Christian would do that? Seriously, what kind of Christian would do that? But anyway, let me know what y'all think about the situation with, uh, the Biden and Democrats and also the rest of the Western world being so hypocritical because they haven't put one sanction on Saudi Arabia, not a one, but yet they're threatening Uganda, please.